You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us for this hour with Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions. If you have calls, concerns, questions about water, uh, shall we invite them to take advantage of Scott's expertise? Ken? Absolutely. 800-859-0957. If you have a water question, as Ken and I have several of, feel free to uh, take part in the show. Yeah, Beauchamp is your source for clean water in southeast Michigan with locations in Brighton, Waterford, and Howell. If you want to call them, 810-632-2000 or check them out at BeauchampWater.com. But who the heck is Scott Breckenridge? Let's find out. Scott, welcome to the show. We appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things we enjoy the opportunity to have an expert in here. But I always like the question, you know, what gives you the right to sit here and and represent a company like Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions to people? Give us a little history. Okay. Uh, in, interesting history. I, I uh, kind of started in this industry uh, back in 1988. And... Uh, Never knew anything about water, actually. I was actually selling furniture. 1988? 1988. Okay. I worked at a local furniture store and uh, kind of always done sales, did cars, did things like that as far as that went. And then uh, I ran into a gal, sold them uh, furniture for their house. She handed me her card and said, if you ever wanted to get into uh, outside sales and water treatment, Give me a call, and the furniture store didn't work out, and huh. here I am today. And you are the sales <laughs> manager. I'm laughing because so many people have that story. Oh, it is. I have that story. You and I still look at each other and go, "I wonder what what are, what are we going to do when we're older." You know, <laughs> uh, you know. I held on to that card. I don't know why. Something told me to hang on to it. I put it in my box, and things weren't working out at the store, and that's it was. I called that number and. That's where it started. I think you picked a great industry. Absolutely. You know, when you think about the awareness, the issues with water over the last 40 years. Oh. Right and, where we're sitting right now in this area. And arguably, it's funny, we talk, we are probably blessed in the world with where we sit in Michigan in terms of the availability of fresh water. Is that a fair assessment? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I yes. mean, we are so, I think, unaware of the issues. I, you know, I challenged you to go to the desert, you know, this morning when we were talking about our water. Scared me. <laughs> but so many parts, peoples in the world do not have access to the fresh water that we've got, much less, you know, a company like Beauchamp. Correct. Yeah, it's true. We, we obviously, being in the Great Lakes state with the water all around us, uh, it is a plus. Oh, we take it and for someone granted. out west. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know. Most people don't try to ration water in Michigan like they would out Arizona, California, California right Nevada. Can we you know. assume, though, clean, healthy water, even though we're in Michigan drinking it? You know, me personally, I would say no, not in all cases. Uh, you know, there's always those things that unfortunately get into our water tables and our Great Lakes. And, of course, they end up, you know, at people's houses after they process them. So. I, I know a couple that lives on a slab on Great House. So they don't have room for much water equipment. Mm-hmm. They don't drink their water. They they ship it in every day, and do they really every yeah not every day but they ship in the the big the containers bottle. yeah okay. they have a little machine they put that whatever, okay. um, but they do shower in it mm-hmm. and do everything wash your clothes in it. Um, is that common? Do you do you hear that a lot? Now is this water that's 
coming from a water well, source a or well. a well. Okay. A well, yes. Yeah, that that's common. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Could could you if they found the room for all the equipment, the softeners, the reverse osmosis, could you make that water drinkable? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you know, surprisingly... Flavorful, I mean, tasting well, because... Tastes cause better, yeah. I, the reason I noticed is one time I went to their house, and I'm whenever I wash my hands, I always rinse out my mouth. It's a habit I've been into. My dentist told me years ago, violently rinse out your mouth every time you get a chance, and it's, I have great teeth, so it's helped. But I remember doing that and going, ugh! I mean, literally, it tastes terrible, and right. I spit it right out. But you could make it taste fine. You can. It It, it wouldn't matter if it was well water... Municipal water, uh, city water, Detroit, Flint, city water. Uh, you know, there's equipment out there that can pretty much take most anything out, okay. whether it be chlorine, hardness, odor, sulfur. I mean, there's so many different things that. So can many be in natural water. contaminants? Yes. Okay. You yes. mentioned Flint, and Ken and I at the time said that's the tip of the iceberg in this country. Oh, gosh, yes. And now Benton Harbor's in the news, and, and I guarantee you there are other cities that could be in the news that aren't. So is it fair to say that if you're drinking water at home, you, you need to at least get it checked and, 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 and there's ways to make it clean and pure and safe? Yes. In fact, uh, you know, a lot of people, especially in this industry, the market for housing, people buying new houses, people are moving from city water out into the rural areas that have country. Yeah. Uh, they're on wells that they don't have a clue about the water. Oh, they won't funny. touch it. They're scared of it. I mean, yeah. even if they have a softener, they don't use it. They never it, put salt in it. They've yeah. never had a softener before. So to them, they're like, yeah. oh, I don't like that taste. I don't like that. And and there is a difference. You know, when you come from city water and go to well water, there's absolutely going to be a difference. Like me, I grew up on well water. I go to the city water and I can't stand it. Now, when we come back from break, let's talk more about that because I'm kind of the same kid, and you were you were the reverse of that, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, we're talking to Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions, and there'll be more about pure water and safe water when we come back. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us for this special hour with Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions and Scott Breckenridge, the sales manager, 30-plus years in the business, 20-plus with Beauchamp. You must like what Beauchamp is doing. Well, it's 34. Well, yeah, for the most part, yes. You don't look that old. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I started with Beauchamp, so I'm still with Beauchamp. Why? Uh, you know, I've one thing I'll tell you is uh, I learned from – the old man Bill Beauchamp that you know you you provide a quality product at a fair price and you take care of your customers. What a concept! So and it's it's always been that way. It's still that way. It's bred it in me that way. It's and now you change. And so. now Jared's carrying the torch, obviously. Correct. And yep. growing the business. Yes. Boy, are you yep. guys growing. I asked him, you know, was that your grand opening? Well, we could go Friday. And I said, "Where's next?" And he says, "I don't know, but there will be." <laughs> he's he's a little further ahead than I am, but yes, I'm sure there will be. And thinking over on the west side somewhere a little bit more because you know what? Yeah, you drive around and you see a lot of water companies. You see a lot of water trucks, and, and people are confused on who, who to choose. Okay, but when we yeah. found Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions, one of the first things that Jared said to me is, "Ken, there's a lot of people that don't need our help." There's a lot of people on city water that don't need a house. Which right? I loved. Mm -hmm. yeah. and me too. And yeah. that's the first thing I thought was, that's what I like to hear. I don't want people telling me, finding reasons why I have to use your service. Be honest with me because let's say you never service those people. 
you got a million others you can. <laughs> Correct. That's that needs you true. guys. That yes. needs you guys. Yeah. So what are the issues? What are the fundamental issues that Beauchamp would deal with on a day-to-day basis with people in houses? Typically, typically when we go into the house, the most common thing that we run across to right now is one hard water, the lime, the calcium. Really? Yes. Uh, arsenic, stinky water. Those, those are the most common things that we have is those three things are probably the biggest things right the now. The stinky water, what, what is that generally resulting from? Generally, with smell in the water, it can be hydrogen sulfide, it can be bacteria, it can be manganese, what's so, you know, put a smell in the water. Um, and all that those grease, greasy, slimy, black stuff that That would be the stuff that feels like lead. Yeah. Like, like those who have pre-filters don't know what that is, and that would be manganese, and it doesn't hurt you. Just a nuisance. Yeah. Stinks. Out of all the things that he just named, I mean, you ignored. I mean, he could have said cotton candy, apples, poisons, <laughs> and M and M's, and you wouldn't have heard the poison. He just said arsenic. He said arsenic oh, and water. Ar- isn't that a poison? Arsenic and that poison, people. It. it you just kind of glazed over that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It is. Uh, but you know, the standards have changed. Like anything else, they realize in testing. You know, some of the effects of arsenic and. When they lowered the standards as of 2006, everybody had to be in compliance. So, unfortunately, we have natural occurring arsenic in water sure. in our area, and it kind of opened the door for a lot of people to have it. And of course, you hear our, like you said, you hear arsenic. At the first thing you look at is like, oh, wait a minute, that's poison. Right. Right. But arsenic doesn't affect everybody the same. Obviously, it may not affect anybody. And, and it's, it's an a, accumulation. It's accumulation issue. of time. That's yes. how you know wives kill husbands. Like, well, like you can, for instance. <laughs> Put it in their it's lunchbox. Kind of the lead thing too. Kind of make them, you know, eyes cross and everything. I else. always think it's funny because he said it's a natural, naturally occurring uh, thing Compound, in, in yeah, the right. water table, and, and and I've always thought for years in, in my lifetime you saw all these packages, all natural ingredients, and I go, well, lead's natural, mm-hmm. arsenic's natural, natural. mercury is natural. Geez, I wonder what's in there that's all natural. <laughs> it's not always a good thing, right? Right. right. <laughs> you know, I know um, North, North Oakland County in my area, we have high arsenic levels. And, mm-hmm. and there were points when you go you Do go you into, at your own home? Do you no, know? not at all. I have any of my home. And Scott would know because he yeah. tested it. Um, but I, at some point, some of the restaurants would stop selling pop. They'd actually have to go buy two liters because they couldn't use the water at all. So they'd buy two liters to right. get people. And it is fixable, obviously. It is fixable. Uh, Northern yes. County, any other areas in Southeast Michigan that have high, have high levels that you know? Um, Lapeer County, right here, right here in Grand Blanc. Okay. Uh, Genesee County, Livingston County. It's kind of spread all over. Uh, arsenic, when they really started finding arsenic back when the, the standards were changing, was in northern Oakland County, Davisburg, up in those areas. Yeah. And uh, what I remember was there were areas that they were doing testing and subdivisions that literally stood stagnant because the builder didn't want to build because they found arsenic on the property. Today, that doesn't stop them yeah, because it is treatable. Yes. And you don't have to spend the fortune to do it as well. Good. So. Good, good, good. I like that. I like the idea that you don't have to spend a fortune. Before we had gone to a break previously, you'd start talking about being the kid that grew up on a well and then mm-hmm. moved to the city. If you're on a well, can you assume the water is the same for the 25 years you live in that house on that well? No, no. Um, aquifers change, development changes that. Uh, you know, we're growing subdivisions, new projects. All that changes aquifers. So every time you plug in. 
it absolutely can change your water table. Well, we have an example of that. A good friend of ours, Pat Kelly, bought a place, and he had a pond dug, right? And not long after that, they brought some wind turbines in, and they had to go way down, and that immediately affected his He had an artesian well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. On the lot with naturally flowing water. And this right. thing was probably you know hundreds of yards away, but once they dug it, it affected. It affected that artesian yeah. well. Stopped yeah. it, like you so said. proves what you're saying, right? Oh, there. yeah. yeah. You know, you, I walked... As many subdivisions I've dealt with, builders, contractors, new homeowners, you know, they all want to tell you their water's the same as the neighbors. It's, that's not true. Um, I can dig a well next to one or the other and still have a different test. And we find sump pumps. Chuck and I talk about sump pumps. One neighbor's sump pump could be running constantly, you know, 40 feet over, never runs at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's groundwater. Interesting. So know. should people have their water tested every two years, five years, one year? How, how, what would you suggest? You know, in most people, if they lived in a house 10 years, they probably should have had their water tested a couple of times anyway. Okay. Uh, to tell you every year, I don't know if that would be too soon. But peace of mind, it's not that expensive to have, you know, basic water testing done. Uh, How especially, do they do How um, And what you, would be a price range? 60 to 80 bucks. Okay. And that's checking bacteria, coliform, nitrates, uh Arsenic, all the stuff you. There's want several. Tested. All those things you want tested are pretty reasonable for test, and more than likely, wells don't change that fast, but they absolutely change. I've gone to the houses where you'll get one test, go back five years later, and it's totally different. Can Beauchamp so, handle something like that for people? Uh, water testing for certified lab, we actually we outsource that. So uh, if they called you, you could you could refer someone to a lab yes, that they could trust. We have three different labs that we refer to. Yeah, and you'd rather get the call, wouldn't you? Because then you know it's a dependable lab that you that you do trust. Yeah, we can do you know we can do field testing. Basic, we can do field testing for arsenic. Okay. Uh, you can do that for chlorine. You can do it for manganese, things like that. But most people want that certified lab, and that certified lab just assures them that a lab actually did it instead of a field test. And then it's a broader range of of, uh, possible contaminants as well, isn't it, generally? Yeah, it could be. Because there's some stuff we can't do as a a company out in the field. It's got to be done outsourced. I mean, even coliform is an issue today, especially in your city systems, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know, coliform, especially with new houses, uh, the coliform tests that people have done are very touchy. So, What do you mean by that, Scott? um, It's how you collect it. And if someone wasn't careful when they collected, oh. if they touched the bottle wrong, took the lid and sat it on the floor and picked it back up, it's it's touchy. So a lot of times you can have coliform, but then do a second test and it's gone. But if you have it, it's oh. easily treated because you just chlorinate a well. Oh, okay. Chlorine chlorinate kill bacteria. a well. Yes. Yeah. Explain that, please. Uh, well chlorination is where um, you literally either dump chlorine tablets or liquid uh, chlorine or bleach, household bleach, down the well cap, and generally... Four to six hours is a contact time to kill bacteria. So you'd yeah. want to let it sit in there um, in the well that long, and then, you, of course, you bleed it back off yep. and bypass your equipment in the house if you have any. And they typically so. do that with a new well when they're first Always. installed. They'll you chlorinate. New yeah. well, if you have a new pump put down in the well, sure. they're supposed to chlorinate because you're running new pipe down any there. disturbance. So yes. Well, it's important yes. that people know this yeah. because yeah. some people just don't know. They don't tell. I mean, ignorance isn't a bad thing if you don't know. Yeah, water is like... 
septics. If you and I don't, I don't mean to make that like it's bad, like septic things, but people don't think to test it, and it's really an easy test to do. It all looks that. the same. Yeah. I mean, unless there's something you see in it, you assume it's like anybody else's water. Right? Fair. Right. Now yeah. we're talking a lot of, of natural contaminants out there, but there has been a. Um, unnatural contaminant that's been the news everywhere and that's PFAS mm -hmm. and are you finding that are you starting to find that in residential wells because that's not natural there's nothing natural about that that's right that that was created on that part um personally we get few calls on PFAS okay even Good. though we hear about it we okay. get few calls and I think a lot of that is because the test is a pretty extensive test it's not cheap okay uh, the last I heard, they were four to seven hundred bucks for the test. Most people aren't doing that. Wow, uh, they should. And the areas that I get the calls are typically here on River, southern part of uh, Livingston, top part of Washtenaw County. Uh, of course, in Washtenaw County, I've heard it as well. Ypsilanti area, not to put a certain town on well, that. Well, it, it that's, comes down sure. to a lot of the companies that would use any waterproofers. I mean, that was what it was made for. Well, if they're in a river basin, it's going to Exactly. Follow, right, and that's about, typically where you hear that. Uh, the old Moorsmith Air Force Base, there is a huge issue with PFAS right mm -hmm. now. And a lot of people are putting in their own water softeners or water cleaning systems right. and, and getting it paid for. Some yes, some no. But that's scary to me. That's scary stuff. When I have children, I can deal with the natural stuff. But mm -hmm. when it's when it's a contaminant that's man-made, that scares the heck out of me. Definitely a little bit different for treating that. It is. Yeah. It is. Hey, listen, we're talking with Scott Breckenridge from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions, making sure that you, the homeowner out there, drink and absorb natural, clean, healthy water. If you have any questions for Scott, give us a call at 800-859-0957. You're listening to the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. And Scott Breckenridge from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions. Scott, let's start talking about product. Water softeners. Mm. Everybody knows that water softeners exist, but I don't think people understand how they work, how they should work, and what their choices are. You want to yeah. take us on a course? We can do that. Uh, water treatment or water softeners basically are designed to take calcium out of the water, magnesium out of the water. See, everybody thinks it's iron. It's, I well, thought calcium was good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't hurt you, but it will hurt your appliances. Water heaters, fixtures, dishwashers, valves. anything, valves, yeah. clothes, skin, it's all affected by hard water. It's not something that's going to kill you. It's something that just wears on other things. So. Gotcha. But the ion exchange process, it, it's basically replacing a sodium ion with a calcium ion. That's what a water softener does. It's an ion exchange resin bed. Um and the salt that's being used is what recharges the resin. So and the one canister is full of a resin. It's correct. a resin bed. Yep. Okay. And then you have another brine drum that's uh, with the salt in it. Okay. And what people, especially with those who don't know softeners, a water softener doesn't always use salt when it's working. It's only using salt to recharge the beads when they go into backwash. So they can take those contaminants out of the water. Yep, it's negative positive charge, so it flushes it back off the resin, cleans it, gets it back to a positive charge for you the following day when they regenerate. Because yeah. typically a softener is regenerating at night, usually when you're sleeping, because it has to have that downtime period. And that's your traditional single tank application softener. Okay. Uh, in this age, you know, this business, 
I came into the business knowing twin tank operations on a softener. So twin tank has always been something that I probably sell more of than most of our my uh, people I work with. They sell more single tanks, but I do more twins because with twin tank softeners, they give you that option of 24-7 soft water, no interruptions. You... Keep one bed's yeah. being washed while the other while the other one is off. right. So when when one meter's off, it immediately switches to the second tank, which is still supplying you soft water, so you never run out of capacity. But it also takes it a step further. It's actually cleaning the exhausted bed with soft conditioned water rather than using your well water. Okay, oh, you made me like think that. of a question. So when you leave a house, you put a new softener in, you're going to make sure at times at night, right, when they're in bed. Correct. And everyone's used to hearing that at night. I know you, I've heard you talk about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say they lose power two or three times. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, that, that timer got confused. Now it's going off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Not a good thing. No. And a lot of the manufacturers now have come up with digital. And the digital either has a battery backup okay. or it stores memory. Okay. Uh, your traditional softeners that didn't have that option, yes, you would have to reset the clock. I want to make sure people hear out. that because oh, I can hear people going, okay, what's I hear? You know, that's right, I lost power, no big deal. I, you know, homeowner's not going to know it's a big deal, but that makes perfect sense. So ideally, you want it to go off around one o'clock in the morning. Yes. Okay. And most people that, customers that even have softeners never even knew they're supposed to be setting the clock on them because it's sitting in the basement. Typically. Out of sight, out of mind. Right. You'll hit all your other timers. You won't touch the softener, and you end up getting hard water because if it's 12 hours later and you're regenerating in the middle of the day, you're actually getting hard water during that time, and that's when you'll get the cause of a stain or hard oh, water. Oh, okay. Twin tank is arguably a better system? By far, yes. So it costs yes. a little bit more money, obviously, but yep. it's a better value. It typically will last longer. Hold up longer, a little more efficient because it does use soft water and soft water cleaning, soft water brining, which is a huge advantage on a softener. Um, but even today's technology with single tank systems, they do have those where they do counter current backwash and they use soft water for the brining. Now, they don't use soft water cleaning, but they'll use soft water brining. What is a brining? Tell people what that is. Brining is the tank where the salt sits in. Water goes into that tank, makes the brine solution, and then it draws that brine solution out into the resin bed to recharge. If you use hard water and you're cleaning with hard water, the brine tanks end up getting dirty, plugged up, bridging. Like an uphill battle. Yeah. And that all depends on the salt you use as well. Is that that one of the biggest mistakes people make? Is that one of the biggest mistakes? Because it's such an out-of-sight, out-of-mind thing. Right. It happens a lot. How about another one? Wait Fil- a minute. Filters. Okay. Clarify that. What's the big mistake? The way it's generating. The way it's regenerating. Yeah, the, way, the way it's regenerating. They're not paying attention to it. Because, once again, I could hear it go off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not going to think twice about sure. it until I just heard what Scott said. It makes perfect sense so that you huge. say it. So we're telling people out there, if you have one, make sure that timer goes off at midnight, 1, 2 in the morning. Correct. Yeah. Like, and then a lot of people would end up getting, you know, they... Once they someone brings that to their attention and you educate them on these timers like that they didn't did. realize, yeah, then they're like, well, that's why I'm hearing it running at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And they didn't realize during that time, guess what? The wife's home. She's washing clothes. You know what happens after that? You have hard water or you stain the clothes. And can a homeowner set the timer himself? In most cases, yeah. You should be able to do yourself okay. yeah, on the timer. It's pretty simple. Okay. We give yeah. you a call. You can help if, if possible. I, okay, if usually I can walk people through that. That's... Is all salt treated uh, the same? 
Are there different salts? Are there, there better is, salts? There is different salts. Um, okay, I normally buy four regular salts and one iron out. Okay. Am I doing it right? That's fine to do that. Okay. But it's the brand that you use. That is the I difference. I use your brand. And that's probably what you're... <laughs> all right, well, as long as you're... Duracube salt is the cleanest salt. It's designed specifically for water treatment companies. It's the purest salt that you're going to find. Really? That's I call it bullshit yeah, no. salt. So. Right. That's okay. <laughs> Duracube. <laughs> so... If you're at the box stores or Costco or Sam's or the grocery store or even a gas station that sells salt, oh yeah, when you're buying that other brand stuff, it's not the cleanest and purest salt. It will work in a softener, no problem. But the byproduct of that is that it has bonding agents, which is starch. That's what holds that pellet together. Mm. That's what becomes a problem in a softener because it's pulling the bond- binding agents off the salt, and you end up getting bridging, uh, Salt that's dirty. Oh, and that gets carried into, into the, the resin tank. Great information. Yep. I hope people yep. listen to this information. This it is. is it's really good. good stuff. Yeah. And see, Duracube guarantees no bridging, uh, dirt in the salt, things like that. And they actually give a guarantee on it. And you have a day that your salt is less expensive than any other day, correct? Only one day? Only one day. But it's every week. It's today. It's every week. Salt, salt sells Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. That's right. It's Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. every Saturday at all three of our stores, it's salt sales Saturday. Now, how about a guy like me that... That uh, spent years carrying shingles and plywood and all that other stuff, but quite frankly, I I don't want to lift an ink pen anymore. Can I pay you guys to deliver the salt? You absolutely can do that. Yeah. And a guy younger than Chuck will come and deliver it right next, right next to him, right? right, right next to the thing. And the good you thing know is what? That... I'm no fool. I I know what my limits are. Well, when we did salt when we were younger, they were eighty pound bags. Well, sure. they don't make those anymore, so yes, they solved that issue. Now they're only forties and fifties. Yeah. So. But yeah, we we offer delivery. So for those who don't want to carry it and and uh, take it in, we we can bring it to the house. We take it downstairs. We put it into the softener. Now you also deliver water as well, do you not? Yeah, we do water and salt. Okay. And okay. change filters. Question: I want to talk to you about filters as well. Yeah, we got site, but I got to sure ask you about stagnant water. Mm-hmm. How long if I buy a five gallon? Uh, gallon of water from you. How long? How long will that last? How long can I? How long can I safely store it? You know, I'm not sure if there's an expiration on the five gallon jugs, but I know if it's stored in a, an area where it's not in the sunlight, things like that. I'm going to guess you can probably store that for a long, time a long before time. there's an issue. Because yeah. we talked to Joe Gannon, he yeah. talks about stagnant water. Exactly. Stagnant water inside of hot water heaters, how bad it is. But a stagnant water in, inside of, I'm sure, a, a very clean plastic bottle, as long as it's in the dark. And it's sealed. It should yeah. last forever. Yeah, as long it as the should last could. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I just want to ask that. That's right. a good question. You good. mentioned the filter. The filters, yes, what I meant filters. That's another thing. I assume, like any other filter out there, people don't change them like they should, right? And how does that affect... The equipment in the long run. Now, what filters are you talking about? In most cases, it's pre-filters. You, you, when you have a softener or in the house, you can either use a pre-treatment filter before the water conditioner or anything that you have. Okay. Uh, they also make post-filters, which is your carbon filters. Uh, and usually when people are going to a carbon filter, it's because they're trying to manage odor, smell, maybe some taste. But they don't change them when they're supposed to. They usually, in, in most cases, they typically wait to, um, they either lose pressure or the taste changes or the smell comes back and they go, time to change the filter. Gotcha. But you do have those that do have a calendar and they'll mark it on a calendar and they religiously go through their calendar and it says, hey, time to change the filter today. Do you guys offer that service? Do you have a, a maintenance uh, program with your 
softeners? We The program we have right now is on our reverse osmosis, so it's a filter that you have on your drinking water systems. And we actually uh, annually give a courtesy call to the Good. customers that remind them it's time to change the filter, and if they don't want to do it, we have a fee. We would come out and change it for you, check it and all that, if that's what Scott, they are all water softeners created equally? I mean, why would the ones that Beauchamp have be any better? Most cases, water treatment's water treatment. Okay. Whether it's this name or that name. I respect that you said that. Yeah. Um, as far as the ion exchange process, there's no, you, you know, a lot of homeowners get a little confused. And, of course, it depends on what your competitors say, too. Sure. Um, to tell you why softeners going to give you better water because I use a special resin or, or this right. or that. Uh, there's no, um, the science in that is the same. Uh, ion exchange is ion exchange. It takes a, a one-for-one one exchange for a sodium ion and calcium ion. It doesn't matter what brand it is. Uh, what really comes down to is your product, the manufacturers that have been around, how long they've been doing this. They have that track record of products out there, and there's a, a handful of those that are like that. Um, you know, And in this business, you know, to tell you one or the other is different, is, is really not the case. I appreciate you saying that. When we come back, we should talk about more sophisticated uh, water treatment because you mentioned smells, and a lot of people are dealing with that, right? Hey, stick right. around. Make sure you're drinking safe, healthy water in your home. We're talking to Scott Brackenridge from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Ken and Chuck and Scott Breckenridge from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions. Scott, you've done a great job here of educating people. People can call you at any time. We'll give the contact information out. But what about more sophisticated water like that I'm going to drink or feed my children or cook my dinner in? More sophisticated water? Yeah. Like salt water? There's snotty water. <laughs> oh. Oh, you can spend five bucks on a, a, a bottle of water at certain places, eh? Yeah, you can. You go to my brother's house, you get snotty water. Do you really? Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. Jim and Patty, he's an older brother. Water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about snotty water. <laughs> they have a reverse osmosis system, and I swear to God, that water tastes better out of it. It it will make a world of difference in the water. You know, when you go from soft water to filtered water to reverse osmosis, there's absolutely a difference. Is there? There is. Uh, it's not just taste and smell but it's how it comes out in the end like making coffee making tea ice cubes uh oh, soups right. um you know you remember the old day the soup's always better the second day right yeah you yeah make, you make it with treated water whether it be softener or well water and make it with ro water you will definitely see a difference the broth is in his ro reverse, reverse osmosis. osmosis okay when you said that i go wait oh, sorry okay. i always do that reverse osmosis Absolutely will make a difference in the color, taste, smell of all that stuff you cook with. So you consider yourself a, a, a budding chef. You should be using purified water through an RO system. You should. They say coffee tastes the best at, a, at 30 to 50 TDS. You caught me with coffee because I'm <laughs> I, I'm going to follow up on that later on. But TDF, what? what? Oh, that's totally all solid. So any other solid that's in the water, you know. Thirty and, to fifty. So, what are you talking about? What does that take out? All the dissolved solids, the reverse osmosis. It does, and typically, water we run into on an average is three to five hundred total dissolved solids. Whoa! And now that doesn't mean it's bad. What's the most? It's just say? solids. 
Uh, I've well, I've seen up in the thousands, but that's usually a salt well because we do run in the wells that have natural occurring salt, and it's tastes like salt when you drink it. We right never out hear about that. No, yeah. we never don't, hear about that. You're yeah, real I close think, to areas the salt mines under really? Detroit. But. No, this is right out here, Flushing, Swartz Creek. No kidding. So when they hit an aquifer, there's a salt pocket. They down hit there a salt that pocket, is contaminating the water. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Now Chuck always says, "The deeper, the better." Is that? Is, That's not always true. Not always true. No. God, I feel so embarrassed. Well, no, go ahead. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've seen shallower wells that were better than deeper wells, but in terms of the water quality. In terms of the water quality, but unfortunately, you know, there's a certain level of wells and how deep you have to go, depending on what area you're in. Right. Yeah. Uh, because of the contaminants that they have found. I think over the minimum years, depth. So. Legally, it's 33 feet or something like that. We always tried to get into a limestone formation when we were drilling. Yeah. Yeah, so depth depended on where we hit limestone. Yeah, now now it's probably 70, 80 feet. Okay. You know, or more is it's what they're probably looking and for. And then how much every foot after that? Anyone's oh. ever had a, anyone's yeah. ever had a well drilled, they'll tell you, <laughs> we're going to handle it to this many depth, and it is this much every foot after that, and it ain't inexpensive. Oh, and that's what no. it was. You'd get a price for the homeowner, and it was a lump sum for the entire system, and then plus, like you said, per foot, depending on what uh, we need I to have do. a friend that just drilled a well up by Port here or in Lake Huron up between Roger City and Traverse City, and they're three to 500 feet wells. And he's wow. right on Lake Huron. Yeah. Are they into the limestone, do you know? That, that apparently they're not. They, oh they go that deep to get gosh. the best water. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is a fortune. And that's, that's right good. next yes. to the wow. beautiful, what, uh, ostensibly clean water of Lake Huron. Yeah, Lake and you, Huron looks and you beautiful when you look at it. I, I, yeah. You know. And Beauchamp does not drill wells. We're just talking no, about it. No, we don't. It. Yeah. Well, but you know the right people. It's just, I, you know, I, we work, in the many years I've done this, I've worked hand-in-hand with well guys and talk to well companies and, and that. So I've educated myself on wells for the most part. I can. Yeah, you should, you know, um, what's involved if I want an RO system in my home? Uh, usually with the RO, you, you've got to have good water before you put one in. You typically, you don't just put it on someone's well water unless there's a softener there of some sort, taking the calcium out Okay. Uh, because it will destroy the membranes faster. Uh, so typically you want to put them on some kind of treated water. Uh, but as far as what's involved, you can either mount these in the basement. Uh, if you have a basement, if it's uh, feasible, that's the easiest place to do it because it's easy to change the filters. Uh, if not, then you can go right underneath the cabinet. Uh, cartridge type? Cartridge type, yeah. Yep. That's what the, you know, we drill granite when we put them in, so we do offer that. Oh, you do? Yeah. We, wow. We, our service techs drill granite on daily basis. You got a granite so. countertop? You guys can... We can. That's impressive. Yeah. How uh, can I can I change those cartridges myself? If you, can, I have? you can do them yourself. And now now today's cartridges are there's a few uh, manufacturers out there that make the quick change filters. So they're very simple. They're not the canisters that you have to open and dump out. Yes. You literally just pull them towards you, click them off, click the new ones on. It's pretty simple. Really? Yep. And Beauchamp can answer all those questions for anybody. Yeah. So how should people get hold of you? What's the process? Uh, all you'd have to do is call our number. Uh, that's 810-632-2000. And will you come out and do a water test for me, a basic water test, if I suspect I might need softening or, or cleaning? We or offer purifying? that to everybody if, if that's what they want. Now, yeah. is there can they send the water to you and it'll take care of that, or do you have to go out and do it yourself personally? The nice thing is is having the three locations we have, a lot of people don't want you to the house, so they'll, they'll actually bring their water into us, and we can test it right in the showroom. Any now. suggestions as to should it be in a sterilized container or something, or does it matter? 
Well, we're not doing bacteria tests, so if we're just doing hardness and iron, as long as the bottle's cleaned out, so it, a water bottle, fine. a water bottle, you get done drinking it, bottle. you can use it. Yes, yeah. yep. Just make sure it's rinsed and clean. For hardness and iron, that's not going to affect it or, okay. or totally dissolve solids. Now you say you don't do a bacteria test. Then you'll always do a bacteria test when you come out, correct? No, no. Okay. Bacteria test has to be done through a certified lab. Gotcha. Yeah. Because gotcha. bacteria, usually when you're doing a bacteria test for the culture, it's, it takes 24 to 48 hours. And there's liability there. You wouldn't want to. Yeah. yeah, that makes perfect yes. sense. Right. Yes. Okay. Boy, it's fascinating stuff. So a call will get you out there to, to, to look at that for me, and then you guys will make recommendations based on what you find? Correct. Yeah. We always – see, the thing is that, that I've learned uh, is when you're going out to the house, you're, you're there to not just test the water, but you're there to educate the customer. Yeah, I hope, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, believe it or not, 80% of the customers that have equipment don't even know how they work. I do and, believe And it's that. nice to be able to educate them, get them down the right path, and then at least they understand what they're doing with the water treatment. And what? a lot of companies don't do that. Well, you said about regenerating. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, Most I people don't. They but just that's so important. And we get listeners. Just bought a house. It's got a 25-year-old water softener in it. Uh, just assume we keep using it, right? I go, uh, call bullshit. <laughs> right. Because, you know, a lot of times softeners can be using salt. And you get that call all the time. They're going, well, it must be working. It's using salt. Well, and that's what if not it necessary. To taste right. like salt. Right. Some of those. Are, I mean, actually, there's a, that's a, that would be a service call or something's going wrong with the softener. Yeah, that, that can happen. Yeah, uh, I've had that. You know, I've been in houses where that actually you know, happened. All softeners have pistons and injectors of some sort, and if it, the brine injector or something gets dirty and it doesn't suck all the, you know, discharge all the brine or the valve doesn't go in that position 100%, you will get you can get brine water, and people know because they'll call you and it's. A lot of times it's easy fix, and sometimes it's time to replace. So really the one answer to remember is to call Beauchamp Water Treatment 810-632-2000. Get you Scott Brackenridge and Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions. Also, BeauchampWater.com. And don't forget, everybody, all this knowledge can be found at the InsideOutsideGuys.com 24-7. Scott, you are a wealth of information on one of the most important important things out there and we greatly appreciate you thank you thanks thanks for having us we appreciate it thank you so much brother thank you tell jerry just we said hi hopefully he's listening i i I don't know if he is or not (laughs) (laughs) okay that wraps up another show we appreciate everyone listening don't forget during the week if you need anything and we mean anything for your home go to the insideoutsideguys.com and the inside outside guys on facebook why would you keep telling people that because from the roof to the basement the street to the back fence if you need it the inside outside guys are here for you today and every day hey everybody thank you so much danielle day back at the studio we appreciate you Bye-bye. thank you scott bye bye thank you